Hello, Sai. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's such a it's such an honor and a privilege um, that uh, you're inviting me to uh, come on to your show. So thank you for the invitation. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you for me. Uh, thank you for giving me opportunity to uh, tell about your work and uh, the service that you are doing uh, to the world to my audience. Sure, my pleasure. So I thought to tell about uh, what your what you do and uh, uh, what you did and uh, uh, how you are helping people, uh, helping the companies. Uh, so can you please introduce yourself to my audience? Sure. So my name is Avraham Gatile. I'm the founder and CEO of Ask the CEO Media. So you can see behind me, Ask the CEO. Um, and basically, it started as a podcast. Uh, in 2016, I, uh, I wanted to get um, more uh, involved with uh, executive level, uh, you know, business executive, uh, business executives and uh, business owners. And I started a podcast called Ask the CEO. Because, uh, you know, whenever people have questions, they want to go right up to the top and, and ask the executives, you know, what's going on in your company? What do you what do you have to offer? How are you helping your clients? And uh, over the years, um, business uh, business owners would come to me and tell me, uh, you know, by being on your show and being uh, in your network, it's actually helped uh, my business. You've helped promote my business. So then uh, that gave me the idea to evolve my services from just a podcast to a business offering. And what I do is I help give businesses a voice over to be heard over the noise on social media. Um, so, you know, everybody's out there selling their stuff. Uh, you know, it's a really, uh, it's a really noisy world out there. Everybody's got something to sell, you know, buy my this, buy my that I'm the best, I'm the best. Right. And then what's happening is everybody's saying that they're the best. Uh, you don't even know who to listen to anymore. Um, you know, if, if you go to a grocery store, for example, how many products say number one on it? Everything is number one, right? So it becomes meaningless already that you're the best because everybody's the best. So now why should I do business with you over someone else? Um, so I help uh, give businesses that voice that they can be heard over the noise, over the, you know, the rhetoric that everybody is the best, but their voice stands out because they are presented as thought leaders, as uh, leaders in their industry, and people pay attention to that voice. Um, so, for example, um, you know, many people would talk about their products. My cybersecurity product is the best because, you know, it can help stop attacks. It uses AI. It uses all the sophisticated technology. Um, but what people really want to hear about is how knowledgeable are you in the industry? How knowledgeable are you about my environment? How much do you care about my environment? How easy is it to do business with you? Why should I do business with you? Um, you know, so when, when these uh, points get heard, um, you know, on social media, that's when people listen and they go, oh, this guy really understands uh, what it's all about. He understands my struggles. He understands my pain points. And I want to look him up and I want to consider doing business with this person. Um, so that's, uh, uh, you know, a little bit in short, how I work with businesses to help them get heard. 
So basically, Ask the CEO is a podcast. It asked the Ask the CEO is a podcast. Um, Ask the CEO Media is my company um, that works with businesses. The podcast is one of the ways that we get people's messages heard. Uh, but in addition to the podcast, I also help businesses with promotions over social media. So I share content uh, about the companies. Uh, we co-share content. So in other words, you know, sometimes I create the content. Sometimes they create the content. I share it. They share it. I amplify um, their content. Uh, so we kind of work together to, you know, to, just to help amplify uh, their messages uh, to the audience. So how many episodes you did and uh, uh, what is it about? The content is about IT? So so today I published my 140th episode um, and the content is about um, the latest trends in technology. So high-tech topics, IoT, AI, cybersecurity, cloud, emerging technologies. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And uh, as the CEO of Media, what service it provides? So we provide, um, uh, so interview coaching. Um, so for example, we do the interview on Ask the CEO, uh, but I talk, the, I talk the client through, what is it like to get an interview? Um, you know, so for example, like we were talking earlier, um, rather than just talking about yourself and talking about your company, uh, tell me a little bit about the challenges in the industry. So for example, uh, today's episode was about agile. Um, so one of the questions that I asked was, you know, what are some of the challenges that businesses face when it comes to agile? What are some of the complexities that businesses aren't aware of when it comes to agile. And, uh, and he was telling me about, um, you know, some of the challenges. So for example, uh, many, many uh, executives and management want their employees to be trained in agile, but they themselves don't want to be trained in agile. And they're more old school, they're, they're micromanaging their employees when Agile is all about giving control to their employees, let them do their job, give them the power to do what they need. And as a manager, you take a step back and you support your team. Um, you know, so we're talking about agile. And then as part of the conversation, um, you know, he shared with me about what he does, uh, you know, day to day as part of his job function uh, to help coach businesses with agile. And this way he's presented as a, a leader in agile rather than just a company that has these services. So I, I help, I help the people that I interview understand that what we're doing is we're being presented as as a thought leader as an industry leader so that they can stand apart from everybody else and actually uh, be perceived as that leader and get heard over everyone else. So as the CEO and as the CEO of media both are interconnected. 
Yeah, yeah. So Ask the CEO is the podcast and Ask the CEO Media is the company. We do a podcast. Uh, I write thought leadership articles. And uh, if you want to take a look at my website, which is asktheceo.biz, there, uh, there are many articles that I have on there in the blog section. In fact, all my blogs are put there. So you can see the different kinds of articles that, that I write for my clients. Um, and then also I help promote them online. So I share content on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, I, I have a network of influencers that I work with uh, that we cross promote each other's content. So I share their clients' content. They share my clients' content. So we kind of uh, you know, have access to a wider audience uh, than just my own. So you know, like we're talking about millions of followers between the entire network of, of uh, influencers that I work with. So in a nutshell, um, you know, between the podcast, articles, sharing on social media, cross-sharing with other influencers, um, coaching and guidance. Uh, that's how I, I help businesses uh, on a day-to-day -day level. So it's global or uh, it's connected with U.S.? Um, it's global. I mean, I live in the U.S., so I have a very strong following in the U.S., uh, but I also work with companies uh, elsewhere uh, around the world. I work with companies in the UK. I work with companies in Israel. Um, and I work with companies in Canada, uh, even one in Australia. So, you know, it, I mean, you know, today, like, you know, we're talking, uh, you know, online, we could be face to face and we could be anywhere. Um, it doesn't matter anymore. The geographic boundaries don't exist anymore. So I'm happy to work with people anywhere in the world. So mainly the emerging technologies you are going to promote through your mediums. Correct. Uh, all, you know, all the emerging as, as well as high tech topics. So high tech are like the ones that I mentioned, cloud, AI, IoT, cybersecurity. Emerging would be more of something like AR, VR, metaverse, uh, you know, things like that. Um, and it all falls under the high tech umbrella. So uh, you, you produce content, you create content. Correct. So for example, like what we're doing right now, right? This is, uh, right? So you're interviewing me right now and you're creating content. Um, so when I interview people, uh, we have the long form content, which is the whole interview. Um, and then what I do is I create snippets. So for example, uh, you might want to use a portion of this interview, you, you know, for to share natively on social media. And the question might be how to help promote businesses as thought leaders in the industry. And then you would take that short snippet of that question and answer and, you know, and kind of use a video editor to cut out all the, you know, the middle stuff that don't answer the question, but just focus on the answer. And then you have a nice 60 to 90 second video clip that has a question and an answer. And then you could put that in a LinkedIn post and a Twitter post, and that shares very well. So besides creating one piece of content, uh, it's pretty much like meta content. You could create multiple pieces of content from the same piece of content. And then on top of that, I would write a blog. So I would take the content of what we just did, um, you know, the questions you asked me, the answers I gave you, 
and I would write that in a blog. So now I have a video, I have video clips, I have a LinkedIn post, a Twitter post, as well as a, a full, uh, full-blown article that I can share. And that gives a lot of exposure to uh, whatever content you're putting out. So uh, you charge them? So there, yes, there is a fee because, you know, this is what I do for a living. So I, I serve uh, businesses. I serve my clients by helping them get a voice, uh, you know, over the noise on social media. Um, and that is, that is, you know, that is a service um, that has value. I'm providing value to my clients. And therefore, you know, there is a fee for that. So uh, what kind of companies came to you and uh, how you uh, put them out? And what is the response? Sure. So there are, uh, I work with companies of all sizes. I've worked with startups. I work with some of the big, the leaders that everybody knows. I've worked with IBM. I've worked with Microsoft, with Ericsson, with Lenovo, with Dell, with Intel. So you can, you know, uh, you know, just Google me. You'll see like all the different pieces of content I did for all the leaders. I recently um, did a uh, uh, an interview with this, um, uh, with the, Ooh, CTO. I, I was looking for that word with the CTO of Siemens. Um, you know, so I worked with all the leaders uh, and then also I work with mid-sized companies. So for example, um, the one that I just did today with Agile, that was with a business. Um, they were headquartered in India uh, and then they moved their headquarters to Atlanta in the United States. Um, so I'm helping promote them uh, in the U.S. as a North American leader in software development. Um, you know, so I work with many different kinds of companies of all shapes and sizes. So what's your background? My background is technology. So IT and telecom. Uh, I've been in, I was in telecom for about 20 years, uh, actually 22 years. I worked for a company called Avaya, a big telecom leader. Um, and also I have an IT background and I did jobs from all the way from software development um, to pre-sales and marketing and communication. So I kind of, you know, I bridged the gap. I, 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 I had all kinds of roles, which really helps me a lot in what I'm doing today because I know how to speak to a developer. I know how to speak to techies. And I understand um, the mindset that more technical people have. And I, and I understand how to help them bridge from that technical mindset to a sales and marketing mindset where they're talking to the general public. So I'll give you an example. Um, I, I was once at an event uh, for one of the industry leaders, and um, they were launching a new mainframe. And uh, I was there at the launch event, promoting the event. And I went over to a, an SME, a subject matter expert, and I asked them to tell me, you know, what, what do you have here? I told them, um, we're just doing a, uh, a uh, you know, just a practice run. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing him on camera. Um, I want to share with my audience what he's got here. Can you know? Can you share with me a little bit about what this mainframe is, what it does? Uh, you know, not not a very exciting topic, um, 
but you know, it's something that we want to get out to the world. So he was talking about the mainframe and he was talking about how much processing power it has and, and memory and all sorts of things like that. So I said, um, you know, this is really good. However, um, people are not going to be able to relate to that because, you know, today everybody hears memory and processors and it doesn't mean anything. But what people want to know is if I'm a stockbroker, I'm doing a, a $10 million stock trade and this server goes down, what happens to my trade? Uh, do I lose it? Does it go? And he goes, no, we have a, a full, uh, a hot uh, standby high availability server that takes over and you won't even notice that the server went down. And I said, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear what are the benefits to the public? What is my audience? Um, what is what is going to help my audience in their day-to-day -day life? And, and so my background in technology really helps me understand you know, what they're thinking and why they're saying what they're saying so that I can help coach them and guide them to actually present themselves in a way that makes them more relatable to the audience. So I can understand uh, uh, you are into development and uh, uh, you know the uh, uh, software development as also the business side of the technology. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so what, what made you to... Uh, uh, learn everything in technology. Uh, can, can you can you talk about anything in technology? Any tools? Any softwares? Any? Sure. So, you know, so so this is a great question. Um, I started out as a C programmer. Um, you know, we're talking years years ago, twenty something years ago, um, nineteen ninety five. Uh, <laughs> I started out as a C programmer, and. I loved it. I love coding. I love software development. Um, for me, I mean, I know many different programming languages. It's not so much the programming language. It's more of a methodology. So I have a very logical mind. Um, it's about how do you go about problem solving? And it could be any language. It could be SQL. It could be, you know, whatever it is you're doing. The code doesn't work. Why doesn't the code work? So we're going to do a little test first. And then we expand the test out and we test, is the data good? Is the data bad? Um, you know, more often than not, the, there's a challenge with the environment, with one of the external factors. It's not necessarily your code. So it's really more about how I go about doing things. The knowledge itself, it's so easy to educate yourself today. Um, so when I learned programming, I, I was a real techie. When I was 13, uh, I would read C programming manuals for fun. Uh, <laughs> I was a little crazy. I was a geek. So, you know, you know to me, you know, like that was my Google back then. We didn't have Google. We didn't have internet. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just knew that I liked logic and, and I liked programming and I would read programming manuals. But today we have that all online. So if I wanted to pick up a new programming language, it's no big deal. I just Google it. I understand how programming works. It's really just a matter of how do I apply the knowledge that I know into this new tool, into this new environment? Um, you know, I remember um, when Visual Basic came out, and, and I was doing a, a develop software development project in Visual Basic, and I never used it before. Um, and it was just no big deal to learn it. It was just, uh, okay, I know programming. I just need to know the syntax. And, and I picked it up very quickly. 
So, um, you know, it's not so much the tool, it's more of an attitude. Um, I'll share with you a funny story. I'm sure your audience would love to hear this. So one of, one of the early days in my career, um, I, I was going through a, uh, a round of layoffs in my company where, um, you know, um, the, I would get a job and the company would downsize that position. And then I would jump to another position within the company. And then they had to make budget cuts over there. So I would jump to another area of the company. So I was kind of like, you know, there was one year where it was a really rough year. I was always like jumping because uh, the job didn't last more than, I don't know, like three weeks. There was <laughs> a lot of turnover in the company. Um, so one, one such time, um, I, I, I got a new job. And the first day of the job, my boss says, I have, I have good news and bad news for you. Uh, the good news is welcome to the team. The bad news is last in, first out. And we need to uh, let you go because we don't have budget to keep you. But uh, because you've been with the company for a while, because you've been jumping around, if you could find another group within the company that needs volunteer work, um, we'll keep you on salary for a few months. So I said, oh, okay, that's great. So I found I found a, another job. Um, and this was with a contact center. At that time, I'd never, uh, I never worked in a contact center environment. Um, so I, I go up to the contact center. It's a two-hour drive away from me. And I, uh, and I basically, I, I didn't know what to do. So I told the lead uh, engineer, you know, whatever you need me to do, I'll do. So he said, okay, go, you know, go put out these phones, go do this, go do that. And I just did whatever he told me to do. Um, that was, a, it was a three week job. And that was the first week. So now the second week I get there Monday morning and I'm sitting around waiting for the lead engineer to come. Uh, the lead engineer was from Dallas, Texas. He flew in every week and flew out. And I was local. And, and I, I lived in New York uh, and I drove up to, uh, you know, two hours wherever the contact center was. So, um, um, so anyways, the contact center manager comes to me and says, what do you need? And I said, what do you mean? What do I need? And she says to me, well, we have you doing training in 15 minutes. And I said, oh, uh, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't even know what they're training on. So I said, no, I just need a projector for my laptop. And she said, okay, I'll meet you in the auditorium in 15 minutes. So I get on the phone. I call the lead engineer and I say, hey, um, what's going on? Where are you? And he says, oh, uh, I have an emergency. I, I'm not coming this week. I need you to take over. I said, okay, um, do you know that we're doing training today? And he said, oh, I forgot to tell you. And I said, okay, well, what exactly are we training on? <laughs> he said, oh, uh, you know, there's this soft phone um, that everybody is using. And I said, okay, I've never seen it before. Um, do you have a CD? You know, in those days, that's what we use. And he goes, yeah, look in my bag. He had a bag somewhere. I rummaged through it and I found it. And okay, now what do I do? We have training in seven minutes. I've never seen the software. I have no idea what we're talking about. And I'm going to be training a contact center. So talk about pressure. Um, I was like, I don't know, maybe like 
22, 23 years old. Uh, <laughs> I was, was like brand new in my career. So I pop the CD into my computer. I install the software. I take a look at it. Now, if you remember, uh, you know, in the old days, if you press F1, it brings up the help file and it has like a little diagram of, of the application with like lines and numbers, you know, one, two, three, four, and it shows one is this, two is this. So I, I look at it for a minute and I go, okay, and that's my training class. I'm all set. So I pack up my laptop. I walk into the auditorium. I expected probably like 20 people. Um, I, I almost lost my breath. Uh, there were 150 call center agents and their supervisors, and they were sitting there waiting for me. So I make a show, like pretend to have confidence, you know, this young hotshot walking up to the, uh, you know, to the podium where they put me. And I plug in my laptop dramatically, nice and slow. And then, uh, and then I go, all right, here it goes. And I say, all right, uh, good morning, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for your time uh, today at uh, this training. Uh, I said, this training is going to be like nothing you've ever seen before. <laughs> and I kind of like laughing to myself. I said, I know, uh, I know you're all used to being trained with PowerPoint. Well, I'm not going to do that. And that's because I didn't have any PowerPoint. <laughs> and they like, yes. <laughs> I said, instead, I'm not only going to show you how to use the software, but I'm also going to show you how to find the answer to any questions you might have. That's because I'm going to show them the help file. <laughs> so I said, I opened it up and I said, here is the software and this is what it looks like. And here are the buttons and here's this and here is that. And I said, now, if I were brand new and I've never seen this application, what would I do? Well, there's this neat button and it's all true because I've never seen it before. So it was like really authentic. <laughs> so I said, there's this neat button called the F1. If you press the F1, look what happens. The screen comes up and it actually shows you where everything is. So when I go home and you forget everything I've told you today and, and you want to know how to use the software, all you have to do, just remember F1. You press the F1 button and the screen comes up and you have all these, uh, you know, the, you know, these lines and, and uh, um, all these, uh, you know, the legend and descriptions right in front of you so that every single time you can help yourself and you know how to use it. And I said, for example, your dial pad is here. You see the number one and it shows you your dial pad. So when you want to dial a number, you, you know, you press that. And I kind of took him through that, even though it was the first time, well, actually the second time seeing that. And then the fun part happened, you know, started, they started asking questions and I said, Hmm, that's a great question. So if I weren't here, you know, and you wanted to find the answer to that, this is what you do. You press the control F button uh, and you type that in. So how would I blah, blah, blah. And then I said a little prayer and I hit the enter. Look at that. Here is your answer. Wow, this is great. How about whatever? And, you know, we kind of went through a whole training session like that. Uh, after the training class, the, the director comes over to me and says, out of all the people your company sent, you are by far the greatest. I'm so glad you're here. You did a fantastic, a fabulous job training my people. So, you know, so, so kind of to answer your question in a long-winded way, um, it's really about attitude. It's about 
um, you know, applying yourself fully to a situation and just making yourself shine and, you know, no matter what. Great. So uh, coming to your uh, ask as the CEO media. So you interviewed uh, a lot of uh, uh, experts, technology experts. So what, uh, what, what are their positions usually? Just now you said CDO, Chief uh, Technology Officer. So like so, that. Yeah, pretty much the C-suite. So CXO. So, so you know, a CTO, CEO, a lot of CEOs I have on there. Um, CMO. So pretty much the, the C-suite is, is where I focus on. So what do you learn uh, talking with uh, uh, different company owners and also different sizes of the companies? Yeah, well, I learn a lot, just, you know, a lot about everything. Um, so for example, you know, the tidbit I shared with you about Agile, I learned that from my client. Um, you know, I learn about the technology and how the technology fits in, uh, you know, just about some of the exciting technologies that are out there um, and, and the latest trends, because I speak to so many different people across so many different industries. It gives me a good insight into what we have and, and some of the trends that are out there. So all the experts that you have exchanged words with uh, have a technical background. Um, some, uh, many of them have technical backgrounds. Uh, you know, many, some of them are more seasoned, uh, you know, marketing and business people. So they're really all different types of backgrounds that they have. So what, how do you start? So the way we would typically start, um, so let's say I were to interview you. So I would sit down with you before the call. So let's say we have a call this morning. So then, you know, two days ago, we would have sat down and, uh, and we would have discussed what the interview would be like. And I would explain to you what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to present you as an industry leader. So what we want to talk about um, is the problems that uh, your clients face in the industry. And, and we want to share with, share with them how you help solve those problems. Um, you know, so again, going back to agile, what are the challenges that businesses face with agile? Or what are the challenges businesses face with cybersecurity or IoT? Um, and then talk about only the challenges. Don't promote yourself. Just talk about what the pain that people feel. Um, and then talk about how these businesses can solve these problems. So still not about you, but, you know, what would they have to do in order to get over these problems? And then how have you helped some of your clients? So you're not telling them, if you do this, I'm going to do this. It's more of, well, I've had a client that had a similar challenge and here's how I help them. Um, you know, so we kind of take them through that. And then there will be a spot where they can talk about their company. So I would say, um, how can people connect with you to learn more about your business? Well, they can connect with me by going to my website. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm doing a seminar next Thursday. And, you know, I'll, I'll share the links in, in the show notes where they can go on if they, if, you know, if they're interested and if they connect with me, I'll be happy to talk to them and see if I can help them out. Um, and then I always end off on a high note, and I ask them, do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? So this is more of, 
a high level, uh, you know, like an industry leader signing off from a keynote. You know, share with me um, something actionable, something inspirational, something inspirational that I can take back with me and apply that to my life. So basically, give a gift to the audience, and and that's that's the format that we use. So, what if I ask you the same question? Sure, um, I'd be happy to. So, which question would you like to ask? <laughs> Same. Uh, what kind of problems that you are solving, and uh, 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 what is your uh, way of uh, looking at problem, and uh, how unique you are? Sure. So the yeah, those are those are great questions. So the problems that I see in the industry are like the way we started the conversation, where there's so much noise out there that people don't stand out. Um, you know, if you say how, how great you are, because, you know, what you do is the best, but he does the best and he does the best and she does the best and they do the best. So why is your best better than someone else's best? Um, you know, so that's the problem that I see in the industry. And the reason for that is because everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's talking about themselves and their companies and, you know, how they have the, you know, the, the, the better, you know, the, the best iPhone or the best Android or, or the best self-driving car. And everybody's making a product that's better than the next guy. But what people really need to hear, and this is how I help solve that is, um, how can you help solve my problem? Um, your clients in industry, what are they looking for? What, what are they, you know, what is preventing them from doing their job? You know, the CTO, um, the CTO needs to feed his family. He's worried about his job. Why is he worried about his job? And, and what can you do to help him feel more relaxed at his job so that he goes home happier? And he has a better life and he'll be more likely to buy from you because of that. You know, so, so, so if a CTO or CIO is worried about cybersecurity and he can't sleep at night and that's affecting his personal life, you know, those are, those are the personal challenges that they face. Besides the business challenge, um, people talk to people, people buy from people. It's, it's a human to human. It's not just a logical um, it's not just a logical problem solving, uh, right? It, of course, it has to solve the problem. If it's a CIO, you need to make sure that, yes, your product does give him the cybersecurity that he needs, but it's on a deeper level, a more emotional level. You know, he's not sleeping at night. So, you know, he's having trouble at home. He's fighting with his wife because he's in a bad mood, uh, you know, or he doesn't eat. He's feeling burnt out. He's feeling tired. Uh, he wants to go home and and uh, see his son's, uh, you know, um, uh, saxophone recital or something like that. Uh, you know, so what can give him more peace of mind so he could go home and do the things he wants to do? Um, and 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 that's what I help businesses um, understand. And I help guide them in the conversations that they have when they create content online that they, they need to focus on the pain points of their clients. Um, so, you know, so those are the pain points of my clients. And this is how I help them by having these conversations with them and then presenting them as industry leaders. Uh, like you said, uh, you're working with uh, different uh, country uh, businesses. So... Uh, the business runs uh, in different way in different countries. 
Correct. Um, businesses do run differently. Um, however, you know, what I do though is I, you know, I work with the marketing team and, and it's really about presenting their messages. So it, 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 it's not just, um, it's, it's not just about being different in different countries. It's every business is different. Every business is unique. So you, you can't make assumptions. Well, this worked for this company. So it should work for this company. Maybe 90% will be the same for a similar type of business. But there's that 10% that's very unique to this company, to this business. And, and that's something that you need to listen and let them talk to you and share with you what their unique business mission is, what their values are, what they're looking to get out of this campaign. You know, Because no two businesses are the same. And one business might want one result from their marketing campaign. Another business might want a different result from the marketing campaign. So it's really about personalizing your um, um, your services for your clients. It's it's a personalized experience. And really, uh, you know, if you listen to the technology talk, everybody's talking about that that personalized experience. So in, in the in the tech world, that's being achieved by AI. Um, that's delivering that personalized experience. But in you know in the service world, you have to deliver that personalized experience to your clients. Uh, you worked with uh, computer networks. Now you're working with human network. How Correct. Is yeah, I you know I love it. I love both sides of it. Um, and and it you know it could be because of my uh, my very um, uh, varied background because I had many different jobs. I I went from uh, software development, which is super techy, to pre-sales. So I got to learn both sides of the business and I got I became really good at speaking to different levels of people. I used to give training classes where we had the CEO in the same room as the workers. And and I it would be a delicate balance looking around the room and looking at all the different faces and the different personalities and giving a training class where the CEO doesn't feel stupid by, you know, all the buzzwords and jargon, but at the same time, the workers that needed this information to do their jobs had the information they needed. So for me, I, I get so much fulfillment out of this because I get to do both things I love. I get to work with cool technology, speak with tech people, but at the same time, speak with, you know, you deal with humans, uh, meet new people, uh, and just speak the human language. You know, like what we're doing right now. I love this. I love meeting new people. I love the fact that we can connect. And I like meeting you and, and learning about you and, and speaking to you. So I really love all the different parts of this job. So if a new company is coming from anywhere in the world to you, so what they need to be prepared and how you're going to uh, give them the wealth? Sure. So if a new company comes to me, I mean, you know, there are conversations that we need to have. There's going to be an introductory conversation where we talk about their business and to see if it's a fit. Um, you know, and there are many different factors that go into play with this. But most important of all, I like to listen to the business. I like to hear what their business is about and if I can help them. Uh, and if I can help them and we move to the next phase and we talk about what are the different KPIs 
um, you know, the key performance indicators that they're looking for and how can I help them achieve that? Uh, and then we talk about the different content that they need, the different services that can help promote them, help them get to where they want to go in their campaign. Um, and then, you know, then we get to the more um, technical things like signing a contract. Um, we, you know, we schedule a pre-interview discussion. We talk about their business. Uh, we do a recording um, you know, then, you know, then we just go through the technical motions of creating the content uh, and then sharing the content. And then once a month, we get back on a call and uh, kind of just have a steering conversation. Well, here's here's what this month looked like. Um, you know, where does it fit into your goals? Um, you know, what can we how can we steer it so that, you know, if we need to make any course corrections to get to where we need we need you to get to. Um, so it's really, it really involves a lot of communication. And the companies that I've found to be most successful are the ones that really genuinely care about the work that I'm doing uh, for them and are very involved in the process. So at last, what do you say to the world uh, about the work that you're doing? Uh, one last question is, uh, the service that you're providing in simple words, it is a promotional and marketing service for uh, technology business companies. Correct. Globally. What's that? Globally. Globally. Correct. Yes. So what do you say to my audience uh, who are listening? Uh, 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 all all, all, all uh, uh, positions in IT will watch my videos and they will listen to you. They can be developers, engineers, CTOs, CIOs, or directors, whatever. So what do you say to them? Uh, how uh, you can uh, help them in uh, making uh, solving their problems? Sure. So what I would say, so I, you know, I'll follow my own advice uh, <laughs> and, and share, you know, uh, parting words of wisdom. So this is a gift that I'm giving to the audience. Um, and, and basically what I would say to, you know, all, all the tech people, all the business owners, entrepreneurs, um, people looking to help promote themselves, just, you know, remember that uh, people buy from people and you're really solving a people problem and not a tech problem. Of course, the tech is the tool, you know, like you build a house, you need your drill, your hammer, your screws, your nails. Um, but what you're doing is you're giving them a house, you're giving them shelter. So you're solving a people problem. So take a step back and take a bird's eye view of, of the, you know, the entire situation and think about what is it like to be your client and, you know, what's their life like, what's their job like, what are their challenges, what's keeping them up at night and how can you help solve their problem and, and kind of take that top-down approach from an industry level to a more specific level, but as a human problem. Uh, and this will help you get a lot further along in, in your promotions, as well as just in the conversations that you have with your prospective clients. So how they can connect you? You can connect with me uh, one of several ways. Um, First of all, through my website at asktheceo.biz. So <laughs> you see right there behind me, asktheceo.biz. Uh, I'm also very active on Twitter. And uh, my handle is Avraham G. 
A-V-R-O-H-O-M-G. Uh, and also on LinkedIn, just my full name, Avraham Gatile. Uh, uh, you could put it in the show notes if you want. I'll spell it out. A-V-R-O-H-O-M is the first name. The last name is G-O-T-T-H-E-I-L. I always love um, connecting with new people and, and uh, speaking with new people. It doesn't matter if you're interested in buying, you're not interested in buying. I like people. Uh, so I, you know, I welcome your connection and I'd love to have a conversation with you. Uh, I'll put your web links in the description of this video. People who find our video on YouTube can see and uh, can see the work that you are doing and uh, can see the contribution that you are doing to the planet through technology. Great. I really appreciate that. And also I'll put on the screen. They can see it. Great. And, uh, and uh, at last, what is, uh, what is your observation about my work as a CEO and a founder of a company? So, so uh, you know, my observation is, um, I, I don't know if observation would be a, a, uh, an accurate term, but I would say that I have a lot of admiration for you. Um, you know, back in the days when, when I was growing up, I mean, I'm not that old, but, you know, I, I, uh, I'm probably a generation before you. Um, it, it, the mindset was really you go to college, you get a job. Uh, entrepreneurship wasn't a thing uh, in the 1980s and 1990s. Um, and I have a lot of admiration for people that start, you know, especially when they're young, uh, they start a business and uh you know, they provide a valuable service to the world and, and they're doing something for themselves. And, and that's a really special thing. Um, so I would, you know, I would say to all the young entrepreneurs, keep doing that, that it's, it's uh, you know, it's really special to see people going after their dreams, you know, not to get caught in corporate drudgery and, and uh, you know, uh, monotony and doing things they don't like to do. Instead, um, you know, pay attention, focus to your, uh, focus on your quality of life and, and uh, create that life for yourself where you look forward to waking up every morning. Uh, I did uh, a master's in software engineering and bachelor's in computer science and engineering. Right now I'm a, a cloud uh, DevOps specialist trainee and uh, intern, and I'm doing this work how this work is going to help for, for me uh, if I work in that position? Well, this is, um, you know, this, this is cutting edge technology. I mean, you know, cloud is, uh, you know, that's where everything is at today. Um, I come from telecom and telecom is moving to the cloud. You have that already for residential telecom. Everything is in the cloud. But now businesses and large contact centers are moving to cloud. You know, I'm talking large enterprises, global corporations are going to cloud. Um, cloud computing, businesses are going to cloud. And as you know, um, cloud native applications are very different than applications that you just port onto a virtual machine. Uh, they're written differently. So you have, you have those skills and you have that DevOps knowledge. Um, so in terms of what you want to do, there are many different options, uh, you know, for your specific, um, uh, you know, your specific skill set. Having a master's 
is 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 a good thing as well because it gives you that business background that you know that business knowledge and and you're way ahead of where I was at your age um I didn't take a masters it, it wasn't really you know such a big deal in those days um but the master like had I taken a, a master's degree it would have accelerated you know what I'm doing you know so much sooner because it would have given me that business knowledge um so you know that's really good that you got yourself educated and you know you're really serious about what you do so thank you very much uh, for your words and I'll keep your words in my mind and also you have hashtag for ask the ceo correct yes i i use the hashtag ask the ceo when i post things fantastic can i put this video on my youtube channel with your permission absolutely thank you so much and also can i put this audio and video clip on my podcast website internet social media everywhere with your permission absolutely yes uh thank you thank you thank you again for coming to my show thank you so much for inviting me and thank you to your audience for listening to this uh conversation and i hope that it provided benefit uh, to your audience definitely many people will come to you through my medium Thank you so much. Thank you so much.